0: Yes, I do hope you heard that refrain from that song He never failed me yet He has never failed me I yet do not have a record of Him failing me That is not just me It is the testimony of all the saints Who have put their trust in Him Oh Lord God of hosts Blessed is the one who trusts in you That is the testimony of all the saints Who have gone before us That is our own testimony Except that fear and doubt uh, sometimes try to rob us of that blessing or of our peace of mind, but no saint who has trusted in him has ever found him, has ever found him to fail. Thank you. If you're just joining us, I see a number of people just joined us this morning. Thank you so very much. This is gospelbestradio.com, your community Christian internet talk radio with a mission to engage the contemporary culture with the mind of Christ. The program is motivated by faith Monday motivated by faith Monday and shortly we're expecting the King Edition to join us for the same as ever segment and after that we are going to together join in building a faith list from Psalm eight. Psalm eight and you're asking the question what is Psalm 8 and what are the faith lessons from Psalm eight? And this morning uh, the Holy Spirit will lead us to uh to reflect on the faith lessons in psalm 8 the number 8 psalm and what can you learn and what are those revelations in psalm 8 that should stand you in good stead to confront and to overcome it is the lord's will that we confront and overcome he has said to us in this world you will have tribulations but be of good cheer be of I love the be of greater part because it says, oh, I mean, when you have trials and you have tribulations and you have you you have our challenges, you tend to frown. That's the that's the understandable human reaction. You you, you tend to frown. You tend to. Yes, it doesn't you have your face show that you, that you are concerned. Uh, and that is why as human beings, it is possible for me to look at the face of my wife and know that she's concerned about something. It's possible for her to look at my face and know that, look, you are disturbed about something. So our Lord said, "Be of good cheer, cheer up." Because in the same fashion that it is possible for you to know that someone is disturbed about about something, so also is it possible for you to know that the person is is delighted or is hopeful or is confident or is without a care in the world. Be of good cheer, of good cheer, cheer up, cheer up. For I have overcome, I've overcome the world. And you see, the hope we have is not hope that is just. Uh, that is just from thin hair. It's not just some mumbo-jumbo. It is not. It is hope that has a basis, hope that has a basis, hope, hope that has foundation, hope that is built, built on something, and that something is the power of the Lord God Almighty brought to us by the precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And do not, uh, do not hesitate to give the reason for the hope that you have in you, for the hope that you have in you, exactly what uh, Apostle Peter wrote in First Peter three fifteen. He said, we, he said that in, "In that portion of 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 his epistle, yeah, you you will have scoffers, you have people saying this or that, you may have to suffer, you may have tribulations, you may have challenges. But sa- sanctify the Lord God in your heart, and be ready always to give an answer." to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you. Answer with with, with meekness, answer with gentleness, but be ready to give an answer. And that's what we do here on Motivate by Faith Monday. We distill the answers from the Word of God. We bring out the answers from the Word of God so that as we go out uh, to confront anything that may come against us, uh, either spiritually or physically, we are reminded We are reminded of those salient reasons, those cogent reasons, those uh, fundamental reasons given to us in the Holy Scriptures, why indeed those who trust in God are like Mount Zion that shall not be moved, but abided, but abideth forever. The Lord is God. The Lord is God. Okay, so sit back now. Shortly, I'm going to bring on Dickin Oyekan, additional. He joins us, often by telephone from Ibadan, to anchor the same as ever segment. As always, the reminder from the Holy Spirit is this: the power of God is the same as ever. Is the is the Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and ever shall be, the Ancient of Days, the Ancient of Days, same as ever, same as ever. It will never change. It's always is always the same. It will never change. And it's always the same. And what is more, it's got the whole world in his hands. Hallelujah. The highest heavens. Yes, he has got the whole world in his hands. Please welcome with me now, the Kong additional for the Same As Ever segment. Good morning, sir. Good morning, my brother. Thank
1: How you. How are you, sir?
0: Very well. thank God. We thank God. Thank you for joining us again today.
1: Thank you for having me again this morning. We give glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank God for having us to see the last Monday.
0: Glory to God. In
1: April. Oh, yes. To thank God for his faithfulness. Oh, yes. To the beginning of the year. And this God that has brought us this far will see us through in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We are, uh, we are going to read from the book of John this morning. Okay. John chapter 21. John twenty
0: one.
1: John chapter twenty one. From verse four to verse thirteen. John twenty one, four to thirteen. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore. But the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, Throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then, the disciples whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Peter heard him say it is the Lord, he wrapped, he wrapped his outer garments around him for mm-hmm. he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. Mm-hmm. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish. For they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have caught. Simon Peter climbed aboard and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish. 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have bread and have breakfast. None of the disciples there asked him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. For those who have been following us on this segment, same as ever, the last time we read this passage, we read verses 1 to 6 of this book of John 21. And we're able to establish then the power of Jesus, that the power of Jesus can make plenty out of nothing. That was what we established then. The power of Jesus can make plenty. Out of nothing Throughout the night They told They had nothing But in the morning When they had Encounter with Jesus They caught A large number of fish That was what We were able to Establish them But that's what We were doing This morning This morning Our emphasis Is on that Verse 11 Verse 11 Of that passage Verse 9 When they landed They saw A fire Of burning Coals there with fish on it and some bread the question that comes to mind in this verse is where did the fire come from definitely the fish wasn't part of the one they were able to get from the sea because they were just getting to land and they saw fish they saw bread and they saw fire jesus already made provision for them. Jesus made the provision so easy. There was provision of fish. There was provision of bread. There was provision of fire, even to make the the, the fish. The provision was so easy. There wasn't stress. There wasn't stress of looking for fire. There wasn't stress of going to look for bread. Jesus made it so easy. It provided, He made that provision so easy. It wasn't stressful at all. Everything was already made. That was, it was readily made for them. And that is what the power of Jesus can do. Jesus Christ can make, pro, can make provision for you so easily. He, he has ready made provision for you as a child, as a son, as a daughter. And I pray for you this morning, I pray for you this morning, that Jesus will make things easy for you. As you continue in your journey in life, as you continue in this new way, Jesus Christ will make things easy for you. Your life will experience readily made provision from the Lord, readily made provision that is when they got to the land they saw the fish they saw the fire and they saw bread readily made by our Lord Jesus Christ it was already there for them to feed on, I pray for you again this morning that everything you need for your life to be comfortable, everything you need to lead a good life the Lord Jesus will make it easy for you to have in the mighty name of jesus that's amen. what his power can do every difficult situation everything you have been looking for you have been finding difficult to get jesus will make it easy for you amen in the mighty name of jesus amen. jesus doesn't need to get on water or to cast net before getting fish That was the message he was passing across to his disciples. Although they caught large number of fish. But even with that, I don't need that to get fish.
2: He
1: doesn't need to get on water. He doesn't need to cast net before getting fish. He doesn't need to get to the market before getting bread. He has all things at his disposal. Everything we need in life. Jesus Christ has it at his disposal. He has solution to all problems at his disposal. He has answer to all requests at his disposal. He is great. Our Lord Jesus is is untouchable. Oh, you have been finding it difficult getting a job. All your health has been making life difficult for you. The one may even be, you have been finding it difficult to even eat. You have been finding it difficult financially. Whatever difficulty you are going through, Jesus Christ can make it easy. That's what we are saying this morning. When they go to the land, they they found readily made provision. Readily made provision. No stress of beginning to look for bread. Of looking for fire, of, of running of there is no space. It was readily made. I pray for you again. That thing that has been so difficult, that thing that has been making life difficult, is it your finances? Some people they don't even have food. You have been finding it because you eat, to eat well. Your health has been giving you this things. Is it your job? It is it your business? Jesus Christ can make it easy. That is what we are telling you this morning. You have the power to do it. He has done it before and He will do it again mm-hmm. because He has all things at His disposal. Bible says every good and perfect gift is from above and come down, come down from the Father of life. Every good and perfect gift is from above. God has all those things at His disposal and it." ready to bring it down. Ready to bring it down. nine says, when they landed, they saw. When they landed, they saw. They saw a fire of burning coal there with fish on it and some bread. They saw the provision and they added. They saw it and they added. Your eyes of faith must see those provisions. That those readily made provisions we have in Christ Jesus, you must see it. See yourself having it already. All those things you are expecting from the Lord, although it's so difficult now, see yourself having it already, and you will experience it. They saw it, and they had it. Jesus said to them, the us provision is already made it. Your godly heritage, our goodly heritage in Christ is already provided for. We have goodly heritage in Christ Jesus. Christ already made provision for all these things. Jesus completed it on the cross of Calvary. He made us children and we have goodly heritage in God. We have goodly heritage through our Christ Jesus. But our eyes of faith must open and see those things. Bible says when they go to the land, they saw the fish, they saw the bread, they saw the fire. Because they saw it, they experienced it. They had it. My brother, my sister, this morning, those goodly heritage in Christ, let us see it. We are the goodly heritage in Christ. Don't be distracted and be discouraged by your present situation and condition. Don't let us allow whatever you are going through now, don't allow whatever you are going through now to cover your eyes from seeing your goodly heritage in Christ Jesus. We have godly heritage in Christ Jesus. He's already made provision for all these things, they are readily made, they are there for you. So don't let the devil discourage you. Don't let the devil distract you. Don't let the devil cover your eyes from seeing those good things. Christ has for us. The book of Psalms 16 says "Lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. I have truly anything. That is our portion. He has made it. He has made that provision for you. Oh, it may be difficult financially. Hey, it may be difficult for you else. Why? Whatever difficulty you you are going through, there is goodly everything. There is a provision already made by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for you. To get over that situation, see those provisions with your eyes of faith. See your good health with your eyes of faith. See your job coming with your eyes of faith. See your children coming with your eyes of faith. See your... Finances, transform it with your eyes of faith, Amen. and you will have it. Amen. Bible says when they go to the land, they saw it. He already made provision for it. When they saw it, they had it. He has made provision for each and every one of us. He said, I have made provision. You just come and have it. He said unto them. He said, come and have breakfast in that vast place. Come and have it. The provision is already made. You just come. All you need to do is to come. Don't let your situation take you far away from me. Come. Don't let what you have done, your offense, take you far away from me. Although they couldn't ask him any questions. But he said, come. The guilt of their going back was there. The guilt of their sin was there. The guilt of the offense was there. But they said, Don't let what you are going through take you away. I have made provision for you. Don't let the guilt of your sin take you away. Don't let your problem begin to take you, move you about and take you away from me. Come! I have made provision ready for you. Just come and have it. Jesus is calling you to be my brother and my sister. The bread and fish you saw is for you. That was what we were telling the disciples. Come and have it. It's for you. Good health is for you. Good job is for you. The tradition is already there. But so many of us, the challenge we are going through, is taking us away from Jesus. We run after men. We run after miracles that is not from God. We run after, we allow our our situation to take us away from Him. He said unto the disciples, Come and have it. The provision is already made. Christ has born me over 2,000 years ago on the cross of Calvary." He has, he has made the provision. He's made us children of God. So we have goodly heritage in God. And he's calling you this morning. He said, call. The provision is already there. See it with your eyes of faith and come and have it. Don't let what you are going through. Don't let your problem take you far away from Jesus. Come to Jesus. Don't let the problem take you away from him. Come to Jesus in prayer and come to him by faith. He has all things within and is ready to give you. As we go this week, I pray Jesus will make things easy for you. His power will provide for your need Amen. without you experiencing any stress and difficulty. I pray as we go on in this, your Christian life, as we go on in our Christian life, we will experience the power of Jesus. Amen. That makes things that makes that makes things so easy for us. We Amen. will experience that power. Amen. Our difficulty will be over. Amen. And it shall be well with us. Amen. Thank you for this thing. God bless
0: you. I know, yes, thank you very much to Sir for yet another another encouraging word from the Lord. He has made provision already he has made provision already those who have been laboring although God has immediately he showed them his power to provide they also met him and before they got I mean you know as I was listening to you I said to myself well it's one thing to have provision already provided and then it's another thing to have it in a ready in a ready state to be to be taken advantage of. If it is full yes, even if you have yes, the fish, you know, it's not ready to be eaten immediately. But see our Lord, he already made provision for them, even before they got there. The fire was already made. And he just invited them, invited them to lunch. Wow. Glory to God in the eyes. Thank you very much for this reminder. We give glory to God for this reminder. And yes, to you as well, I believe this has been a blessing and I hope that this is something that we hold on to as we begin a new week, as we journey on in life in the name of Jesus. So coming up, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Coming up after this faith list of the week, we are going to read Psalm 8 and we're going to ask ourselves what are the faith lessons that we can hold on to from Psalm, Psalm 8. If you want to listen to past episodes of Same as Ever segment. You can go to our home page, scroll to the bottom part, you'll find links to different programs on Gospel Best Radio. And again, you can tap the link to the Faith uh, to the Same As Ever segment. By the grace of God, uh, before tomorrow, we'll have this episode also up there so that you can listen to it over, over and over again and invite others too. Okay, so coming up shortly now, Faith List, uh, the Faith List segment on Motivated by Faith Monday. God bless you. Please do stay with us. You can please say a word of prayer as we bring this segment to a close.
1: Our Father and our God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you did for us on the cross of Calvary. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for reconciling us back to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for making us sons and no more servants. And thank you, God, as children of God, thank you for the heritage you have in Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible says we are goodly heritage. Oh, yes. Thank you for this. Hallelujah. Jesus, we ask as we go on in our journey in life, help us to experience all this, your readily made provision in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All your readily made provision that you have made, all those provisions you have made that will make life comfortable for us. God, we pray. We pray, oh God, that you make us experience it in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray everything your children may be going through that is so difficult, that is so hard. We pray, God, that by your mercy, make them have it conveniently. Make them have it easily in the mighty name of Jesus. That thing that has been so difficult, that has been so hard, that that thing that they, they have been pursuing and they have not been able to attain it. God, we ask by your power. You make that provision so, so easily. For the, for the disciples. It was readily made. Yes. God, we pray, by your power, mm-hmm. your children that are looking up unto you for a particular thing, and it's been so difficult. God, we pray you make it easy. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let them experience the reality, the potency of your power. Mm-hmm. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you have answered. You, In Jesus' mighty
0: name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. God bless you very good. God
1: bless you, my brother. Thank you.
0: Thank God. Always a blessing to have uh, their brother, the Kineko additional join us on Monday mornings for the Same as Ever segment. And now today, I will not be reminded, only Spirit not reminded us that the power of our Lord to make ready provision is the same as ever. Uh, so you are on a journey, you are supposing that, wow, this is quite a long journey, or you are tired out. And you are thinking, wow, what's going to happen tomorrow? What the things I need tomorrow? But then you get to that place and you find that he has made the provision for you. No wonder he said to us, look, do not worry about tomorrow. Do not worry about tomorrow. The troubles of today are not sufficient. I, I, are they not enough for you. You want to add tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's troubles. I'm already there. I'm already there, and I've already provided for you tomorrow. <laughs> That's exactly what the Lord. Uh, one of the lessons from uh, from that passage that the Holy Spirit has laid out uh, there, brother. The communion to share with us again this morning. Do Not worry about tomorrow, the Lord is already there. And of course, anytime you think about the power of God, how oh, that power is great, how oh, it is mighty, how oh, it is the same as ever, I do hope that, like this hymn writer, you always break out in songs saying, How great thou art! Great, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure you, you truly know what that means. Uh, that chorus of that hymn, How great thou art! It, it's an exclamation saying, I uh, look at the world you have created, everything, how great. I can't describe it. How great thou art! Okay, coming up shortly now. Faithly segment. We are drawing out the faith lessons from Psalm 8. From Psalm 8. But listen to this. How great, how great thou art. you Now for for the Faith List segment on Motivated by Faith Monday. And yes. Thank you very much for staying with us this morning on gospelburstradio.com for Motivated by Faith Monday. We just listened to the Kineko additional uh, for the same as ever segment on this program, reminding us that the power of our Lord God Almighty through to through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to make provision for us ahead of the need is the same as ever. Now we're going to the faith list segment and we we want to read Psalm 8, the 8th Psalm and ask the question, what are the faith lessons from Psalm 8? Psalm 8 is often uh, regarded and rightly so as a psalm giving thanks to God for His creation, giving thanks to God for His kindness, kindness towards His created being and towards us as human beings that He has put atop of the creation but there are faith lessons there are faith lessons in some 8 if you if you believe every of if you believe every of the truth stated in psalm 8 then then that belief must indeed must indeed hate your faith Let, let's read some eight together we're going to recite some eight together so let's do it all together Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained. What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. And yes, that Psalm 8. And this morning, the Holy Spirit is saying to us, read that Psalm again, listen to that Psalm again, and you'll find faith lessons there. And this is number one. Remember the opening verse of Psalm 8. O Lord, our Lord. Some versions say, some older versions, O Lord, our Governor, the one who governs everything, who governs us. How excellent is your name in all the earth. How excellent is your name in all the earth? And the first faith lesson from that verse is this: that God's power is greater than any other power. God's power is greater than any other power in all the earth. There is no rival to the power of God. He stands apart from all others, He's unmatched, He's unrivaled. There is no one like Him. There is no one like Him. Even the most powerful in the world is nothing beside the Lord. He says, "Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Your name in all the earth." Meaning that once you mention the name of God, once God is the one involved in a matter, then He occupies a place of excellence. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Your name in all the earth? In all the earth, look at all the earth. You will not find anyone. As powerful as he, the power of God reigns supreme in all the earth. Nothing can stand against him. He's one of a kind. The most powerful and reliable force there is. Get ready to be blown away, somebody said. Because the power of God is in a league of its own. He stands alone, unchallenged and unmatched. There is no one like him. The most powerful, the most reliable. That's who he is. And that's a faith lesson to hold on to that's a faith lesson to hold on to it's an anchor of faith So much so that when you go to battle in his name when you go to battle in his name what can you be sure of you can be sure of psalm 62 verse 11 once god has spoken twice have i heard this that power belongs to god that power belongs to god once god has spoken twice i have heard this that power belongs to god so i was reading something recently where i think it was charles for john where he made the point that ultimately nobody in this world no authority no government no individual no spiritual power can do anything unless the lord god almighty allows what you want to do it because all power because power belongs to god all power belongs to god all power belongs to god so no one can exercise power over you unless the Lord the Lord allows such a one to exercise that power. And what does that mean? What does that say to you as a person of faith? It means you can go to God and say, "Lord, restrain this person from exercising this adverse power against me. Restrain that person from exercising that adverse power against me. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth." Because His name is excellent. That is why we we hear him from Jeremiah 32 to 27, saying, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? Because in all the earth, his name is excellent. And in Job 42, too, after Job had been confronted with questions that he could never answer. After I had been confronted with, with, with the Lord himself, he said, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours is can be thwarted that's the first faith lesson from uh from psalm 8 it is this in all the earth there is no rival to the power of god he stands apart from all others is unmatched and unrivaled there's no one like him he's the most powerful he's the most reliable all those who know him all those who have experienced him they testify that his name is excellent in all in all the earth and you go to another portion of psalm 8 what do you do i mean you go to another portion of psalm 8 what do you read you hear the psalmist testifying that out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength out of the mouth of not of babes and nursing infants the mouth of babes children nursing infants helpless beings when you see a baby what do you see you see you see you see a being in need of help in need of care in need of assistance but out of the mouth of babes announcing, in fact, he ordains strength that he may silence the enemy of the avenger. And the Holy Spirit is saying, from that, from that declaration of oh that today, you will hold on to this faith anchor. That God uses the seemingly weak, inconsequential and invaluable things to achieve mighty things and put adverse powers to shame that's what he does he uses the seemingly weak seemingly inconsequential seemingly invaluable things to achieve mighty things and to put adverse powers to shame don't underestimate the power of the seemingly weak and inconsequential in your life don't underestimate the power don't look at your circumstances and look at your own resources for example and say no it cannot be it cannot be god works wonders through them it turns the ordinary into extraordinary and puts adverse powers to shame. You don't need to be powerful or valuable to work miracles. God can use even the seemingly the weakest and the most inconsequential things to achieve mighty things and put adverse powers to shame. Out of the mouth of babes, He ordains strength. Out of the mouth of babes, He ordains strength. Remember 1 Corinthians 1 27-29 God but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God. Chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of god so if uh, from human com- contemplation you do not have what it takes you appear not to have what it takes or there are no, you think there are no resources for god to work with no out of the mouth of babes and nothing in fans out of weak things out of weakness you know, he strength out of weakness it brings forth strength out of weakness it brings forth strength second corinthians 12 you know that so well but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, with insults, with hardships, with persecutions and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I do pray in the name of Jesus that you find that the power of God is above all parts in your life, that it will become a reality for you this week in the name of Jesus. I do pray that it will become a reality for you that... Out of weakness, God will bring forth strength for you in the name of Jesus. Out of nothing, God will bring invaluable treasures for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And then you read Psalm 8, 3 and 4. It says, When I consider your heavens and the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? What is the faith anchor you can hold on to there? It is this, that God is mindful of you. God visits you. God is mindful of you. God visits He's mindful of you. He thinks of you. He cares about you. He watches over you. He knows everything about you. He works with you. That is the third uh, faith anchor to hold on to from Psalm number 8. That God is mindful of you. The psalmist raised that rhetorical question. What is man? That you are mindful of him. It is because the, the psalmist realized that God was mindful of him. And it's the same as ever. He is mindful of you as well. You know what it means to be mindful? You're on his mind. You are on his mind, he thinks about you. And if he thinks about you, if a good God thinks about you, then he cares about you. And if a good God is mindful of you, he thinks of it, it means he thinks of you. If he thinks of you, then because he's good, he cares about you. And if he cares about you, then he watches over you. And if he watches over you, then he knows everything about you. And if he knows everything about you and is powerful, then he walks with you and he will intervene in your affairs to help you. What is man that you are mindful of him? And for us, what we are celebrating this morning is that he is mindful of us. Oh Lord, you have searched me and you have known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thought from afar, you search out my path and my lying down, you are acquainted with all of my ways. You are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. Where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. That's Psalm 139. And Psalm 41 verse 10, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The Lord is mindful of you. Matthew 10, Are not two so sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father? But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. Therefore, You are are of more value than many sparrows. He smiles of you. He knows the number of ears on your head. It is the Lord who goes before you. Moses said in Deuteronomy 31. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear. Do not be dismayed. And that's why the Christian pilgrim can recite Psalm 23 verse 4. Saying, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. You are with me. Why is it with you? Because he's mindful of you, and because you're on his mind, then he thinks of you. And when he thinks of you, because he's a good God, he cares about you, and because he cares about you, he watches over you. And because he watches over you, he knows everything about you. And since he knows everything about you, he will be with you. He will be with you. And what the fourth faith lesson from Psalm 8? It is this. Listen to, to this from verse 6 you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands you have put all things under his feet god has put all things under your feet he has given power he has given you power and authority over all things think about that and that's something to rejoice in that's a faith anchor to lean to lean on to lean on Luke ten nineteen, the Lord said to his disciples, the same thing he says to you and me, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the parts of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. We must take authority over all these things. We must take authority. Colossians one 16 to 16-17, For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things and in him all things in him all things in him all things all all together in him all things all together hallelujah and what is more and this is final faith anchor from some age this morning all things belong to him all things belong to him and if all things belong to him what what does that tell you It tells you that He has the whole world in His hands. He has the whole world in His hands. If all things belong to Him, it is a reminder that He has the whole world in His hands. He has the whole world in His hands. Do not ever forget that. And just before we close now, to to buttress the point, to cement the point that all things belong to Him, we are going to read again Psalm 8. And this time, in reading it, I'll be emphasizing all those pronouns referring to God. I'll be emphasizing the you and the your referring to God so that you know that indeed all things belong to Him. Listen again. And as you are are reminded that all things belong to him, that he created all things, that whatever power you have, he gave it to you, be reminded again that in all the earth, his name is excellent. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nothing in you have ordained strength, because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your, your heavens and the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him. For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the seas. O oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name. How excellent is your name. How excellent is your name. How excellent is your name in all the earth. And I do pray that the greatness of the name of the Lord, the might in the name of the Lord, the excellence in the name of the Lord will be experienced in your life today, this week and all days of your life in Jesus name, Amen, Amen and Amen.
2: in his hands. He's got the whole